Let's yeah. welcome a man who's at the coalface of the NRLW with the Sydney Roosters. Uh, John Strange, good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. G'day, lads. How are we? Yeah, we're well. Uh, firstly, your thoughts on the trials last night in Gosford and can you believe great crowd considering the conditions in Gosford last night? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, I didn't actually catch the first uh, the first trials as a training, but got back for uh, the Tigers and Roosters. And yeah, terrible conditions. Obviously, we've had a lot of rain here on the Central Coast, but it was really pleasing to see all the fans um, still out there turning up in those positions. It obviously shows how much the Central Coast community love rugby league uh, to get out there and, and watch those boys run around. How are you feeling about a triple header tomorrow at McDonald Jones Stadium? We said about the poor Kent article that's in the Telegraph, but uh, the women's game, we all love it. Tell us about your Roosters side. Yeah, look, it's it's been a long time coming. Um, yeah, sort of stop start the competition, obviously, in 2021. And yeah, it's, it's kind of a little bit surreal now that it's one day away before these girls can play because it feels like it's been on and off for, you know, sort of eight or nine months. But um yeah, look, for me as a coach, obviously I'm, I'm sort of more focused on our, our team and how we perform against the Broncos. But, you know, on a, from a game point of view, I just can't wait to see all, all six teams, uh, especially the three new teams, um, run out there tomorrow and, and hopefully put on a show for, for the fans. And, you know, one thing I've said to our girls is that uh, we've got two weeks, you know, an opportunity there to hopefully um, gather some more rugby league fans, um, turn them over to watch the women's game before the NRL starts, um, which will be round three for us. So, look, it's a good opportunity for the girls to showcase um, their skill set now and where they're at in the game. And, yeah, for me personally, I just yeah just can't wait for kickoff. John, I love your six and seven. Zahara Tamara, who played in the All-Star game, and I guess you might say is a, a veteran of the women's game, but your seven... Local girl, Jocelyn Kelleher, looking forward to seeing how she goes at halfback. Oh, look, it's really exciting. Like, Joss, um, yeah, it's obviously part of the Central Coast Roosters team over the last two years. But but before that, um, she'd never actually played the game. So, you know, I watched her playing AFL for Colonial Vale Bombers with my, in my daughter's team, um, sort of growing up. And, and then she came across and played league tag for the Central Coast Roosters and you could see she had the skill set there and she's certainly had the physicality um, from AFL and, and played a bit of rugby union as well. So, look, she's, she's come a long way. Um, last year was the first time she'd actually played halfback when I said that mm-hmm. she was going to play halfback in the preseason. She was a little bit sort of shocked to start with, but, look, she, she got best back for uh, Central Coast Roosters and she was instrumental in that side going through undefeated last year. So... Look, she's she's a good good girl. She's confident. She knows what she's doing, um, you know. And uh, look, I'm looking for her to steer, steer the side around against the Broncos, and I'm I'm sure she'll do a great job. I, I had Jocelyn in my uh, women's open Oztag side, so I need to thank you, Strangey, for uh, taking her <laughs> from from me. But that's okay. Yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> mate. She's got a lot of skill to offer, and I'm actually surprised. And I didn't realise that she was playing halfback this week because I'm not surprised by that because, look, she can handle her own, but her skill um, at the line and her vision is very, very good. Like, I've just seen the little glimpses that I've seen of her in Oztag. You know, it just stands out, mate. You know, you know, you know, as a coach, you can actually see these things and they become really apparent. She's one of those kids who I think just, it'll just come naturally to her, just to take that leadership of the team and to manage the side around the park. Yeah, absolutely, Buttes. You obviously know her well, and um, look, she's played represented Australia, as, as you know, um, at Oztag, and and um, 
you know, it was a few years ago when I found that out, and she was she was a middle, which you know, as we as we know, middle in um, in Oztag's a halfback. So yeah, look, a, a skill set uh, passing both ways is great. It's, a vision's outstanding. Um, but what I love about you get a lot of lot of players, boys and girls, who can do all that at touch and Oztag when they haven't got the sort of big girls wanting to whack them. But um, Josh does that in rugby league. So for me to have a halfback that's quite prepared to, to go in and bite into the line and um, either take them on or put girls through holes and, and get whacked afterwards is, yeah, it's it's pretty special. So, look, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to be a fan, to be honest, uh, tomorrow watching. I was sitting up in the, the coach's box as the coach, but I'm going to be a fan watching the players like Joss run around. I can't wait. We're talking to John Strange, coach of the Roosters NRLW. Their season kicks off tomorrow. I mentioned about your six and seven. Look at your three and four. Jess oh, Surges wow. and the great Isabel Kelly, who's been the golden boot winner. But then uh, I want to ask you about video sessions for tomorrow. I mean, you're up against Ali Brigginshaw. You look at their forward pack, Millie Boyle, who we're seeing on Channel 7 at the moment on SAS. Mm. Chelsea Leonarduzzi, who I love as well in the front row. But then they've got blistering speed at the back with Tamika Upton. So tell us about your thoughts, where you can get the Broncos, the triple premiership winners tomorrow. Oh, look, yeah, you're right there. There's probably another couple of names you could have mentioned in that as well. Uh, Making me sweat a little bit more. But um, no, look, they're, they're, a, they're a good side, obviously. They've been the dominant side, as you mentioned, at the start of the piece there. They've won all three premierships so far. And, and they've... They've actually kept the majority of their side together, um, you know, which is good luck to them from last year. So, um, look, we're gonna we have got some focus points on certain players and and what they like to do in you know in relation to their strengths. Um, but to be honest, we've got a heavy focus on on us. You know, it's not going to be um, too much on on them and what they can do and um, and how good they're going. It's going to be a real heavy focus on on us and, you know, what we can do to, to um, obviously get over the line with them. But, uh, look, yeah, there's no, there's not one or two. Some sides you come up against and, you you know, I think if you can shut down um, one or two plays, you go a long way to winning it. And there's, there's obviously more of those girls in that side. But, look, I'm, I'm really wrapped with the squad that I've got as well. So, um, look, I'm going in, in there with an expectation that, um, that we beat them, to be perfectly honest. I don't, I don't want to dwell on the, the pay issue, but can you give us a bit of an insight into what these girls have done in relation to their training, the amount of time they put into it, and how many games this season will be for them? Because, you know, we know that the, this is the 2021 season, effectively. The 2022 yep. season comes at the end of the year. So, you know, when we're talking about trying to get this balance right in terms of what the right amount of money that they should be receiving... You know, I'm sure they're working just as hard as the guys. Uh, obviously, the season is nowhere near as long. Yeah, look, that's that's right. Like this season's, um, you know, isn't going to um, be replicated again. Well, I hope not. Um, yep. with the, the two <laughs> but, um, but look, it's 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 a bit of a, a challenging topic at the moment. Like the girls this year, their workload's going to be quite intense with the two NRLWs. They've got to go back to their state leagues. Uh, New South Wales and Queensland State Leagues in the middle of those two NRLWs. They've got an Origin game and and then the World Cup at the end of the year. So, look, that's not going to happen every year, but the workload's, yeah, fairly intense for them this year. Um, and, look, it is a challenge for the girls. Like I said firsthand, um, that, that's not their primary source of income playing rugby league like it is the men. So they still have to have um, nine-to-five jobs and, and try and squeeze it in. So, look, we're just in a... In a 
in a period of the game, I believe, with the women where it's sort of gone from, you know, let's just get out and have a run and, um, you know, from five years ago and, and do it just for the love of it to being a lot more serious and it's semi-professional now. And, and look, mm-hmm. it won't be long until it turns professional, I think. And, you know, that might be three or four years away where I, I believe the girls are on a on a closer playing field to the men in relation to pay. But, look, that, that's got to take time. I understand that as well, being the women's game. Um, a little bit of patience for it from everyone. And, look, the more interest that, that the girls can get in the game, uh, the more the broadcasting rights will come in and, and then obviously the pay will, will come from that. So, yeah, look, I, I don't really want to go into it too much about what they should or shouldn't be getting paid now. My main focus with these girls is, is you've got two weeks um, to really put on a show and um, show all these hardened sort of male rugby league fans what you girls can do. And, you know, we do that. We get more fans, generate more support, um, and the sponsorship comes in, and then, and then obviously they get, um, they get paid more. That's, that's just kind of a simple way I look at it. Um, but, look, yeah, it is, it is a challenge. We all know it is a challenge for the girls, but um, I don't think it'll be too, too far in the distance that um, we get some parity. Uh, John, great to have you back on the show, mate. And I'll ask you the question that we kind of alluded to prior to the break. So just looking through some of the other teams in the comp, I'm delighted to see that Kira Dibb is a part of the Newcastle Knights squad. In fact, she had a blinder in the All-Star game at Parramatta a couple of weeks ago, but I can see some Central Coast talent across virtually every team. Have you got the exact numbers? Oh, look, yeah. So Central Coast girls, um, there's actually six girls in total playing across the uh, yeah, competition, which is which is outstanding just from this um, from this region. We've got, obviously, Jocelyn Kelleher, uh, Olivia Koenig, uh, Shorten Burton, Jolie Morris, uh, Jamie Frezard, uh, Wild mm-hmm. Girls up there with uh, with Kira up at the night. So, yeah, look, it's, you know, it's, it's just like the boys, the, the girls are the same here on the Central Coast. They love their rugby league and they're obviously very talented. So, um, looking at the young girls coming through in the game um, from the Central Coast, especially in our under-19s programs, uh, there's going to be a lot more in years to come. It's great. Uh, Jamie Frizzard, have you had a little bit to do with her buttes? Did she spend some time in Brisbane? And she's an absolute gun. Well, she's a premiership winner up at the Broncos there. And uh, I know she's been up there for a couple of seasons. Uh, one of those, I think she had some sort of injury which uh, denied her the opportunity to play the entire season. But she's um, she also plays Oztag. And, in fact, I invited her along to our High Performance Academy uh, a couple of years ago because of her... Uh, what she has done, in, not only in the women's game, uh, NRLW, but also what she managed to achieve in, in Oztag. She's a talented athlete who's got you know, a fair bit of speed about her, solid in defence, and, uh, yeah, she's going to be a good test for a lot of those centres um, if she gets her hands on the ball. Hey, John, how do you see these other games tomorrow? So, as Michael said, we'll see a, a team in the competition for the first time, and that's the Gold Coast Titans women's team up against St. George Illawarra. So how, how do you see that unfolding? Look, you know what? It's, it's, really, it's really hard, I think, for everyone. Um, looking at the squads, I actually think... Uh, well, the, look, I think all six squads are, are strong, to be honest. They've all got some talented players. I, I actually think the Titans have probably got a little bit of a stronger roster than the Dragons. Um, yeah, they've got some experience there and they've got some really good uh, young girls, especially Destiny Brill, who's um, 19 and played, um, you know, for the Origin side, Queensland women's Origin side last year. And um, look, they've—I actually think they've got a really well-balanced side. And uh, the Dragons a little bit, a little bit younger across the board. They've got some good players. Um, 
similar to some of our girls that have that have come in, and uh, not too many people know them, but um, you know, but I think, yeah, they've got some girls that will really stand up. But look, if I was if I was tipping anyone there, I think the Titans have probably got a slightly stronger stronger squad in that game. And then the final game at 3.40 at McDonald Jones Stadium. Knights up against Parramatta. How do you see that one unfolding? And uh, going to be fantastic to see those two new teams as well. Yeah, look, it will. Um, and once again, a little bit hard because no one's played and, and none of us have had trials either, so we can't even go on trial form. But uh, looking at the squads, Paris packs very good. Um, they've got a few of our girls that we had last year. Um, some Origin players there. They've... Uh, yeah, so they're very strong. They've got Batili Welsh at fullback as well. Um, you know, so, look, I don't, if, once again, I, I think Parry are going to be too strong, especially if it keeps raining. Uh, they'll probably play through the middle and uh, may find it a little bit hard for the Knights to, to contend with uh, with the girls they've got in the, the pack of the Eels. But, yeah, look, it, like I said, it's a, it's a little bit hard, a little bit of unknown, especially for, for the new sides. Uh, the Titans, Knights and, and the Eels. Um, it's you know it's a little bit of gelling. We've all been training, and I'm sure we all look awesome at, on the training paddock. But um, yeah, look, tomorrow's realistically tomorrow's kind of a trial for all six teams, and then I think from there we we sort of knuckle down and go, okay, well this is where we're all at, and this is what we need to do. So um, but yeah, look, once again, I'm going to be uh, just excited to watch watch all three games, including uh, yeah the Roosters Broncos. Yeah, John, uh, thank you so much for your time, mate. Uh, best wishes tomorrow. Your game at one fifty at McDonald Jones Stadium. Yep. What a blockbuster to kick ah, off the opening round. Can't wait. How good is it going to be? Yeah. Three games, back yeah. to back to back, and you're going to be there, Steve. Yeah, triple header. Uh, can't wait to be on the mic for the NRLW round one tomorrow. John, good luck to your team, mate, and thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, yeah, boys. John Strange joining us uh, does so much for Rugby League on the Central Coast.